week i'm just curious how was your week how did, how did it you know, go it's been fine i got my first vaccination yes snaps for lisa except <laughs> i'm really frustrated because i went in to schedule my second vaccination and they yeah. just announced that utah is open <gasps> and so i can't get i have the one day i could find for a vaccination i made an appointment but it's not really a day that i can do <gasps> and I'm freaking out about it because they haven't they don't have any other ones open yet. It's like the only oh, day no. that was open I got a um vaccination Ooh, appointment girl. for, but I can't do it because of my work schedule. And oh, God. I can't be out if I get sick from the second dose. I can't be out. Right. So right. it's it's like the Hunger Games. Whoa, Hunger with an oh. M. It's like the Hunger Games <laughs> up in here. Man, I hope that one of our listeners out there is keeping a record of all of the made-up words that we have come Hunger up with. Hunger Games. <laughs> I'm a little worried oh, about I'm so it. Sorry. I'm like oh, gonna have too. to check That's it religiously, terrifying. which is so annoying. For the next few right. weeks, just just hoping that something opens up soon because I can't. Oof. I mean, I listen, I am, that's, yeah, that's terrifying. I only just got a vaccination appointment because there is like these sites you can go to to volunteer at places and then they give you the vaccine at the end of the day. So I only just now was able to sign up for something like that at the end of this month. And I'm excited about that. But I I mean, Arizona is different than every state, Utah and that like, yeah, every state's different. So like. Uh, well, now I'm scared I'm going to run into an issue like that. Hopefully not. But oof, may the force be with you, friend. That is rather scary. So good luck. I will um, I will cut somebody <laughs> for the second vaccine. <laughs> Give me the vaccine, girl. I hear you. It's <laughs> That's all I want. It's like the only thing I want. I'm like, please give me that sweet, sweet sting in my arm. Pretty please. Well, give me that sting of the vaccine. But this is the thing I've heard is that if you've had the coronavirus, your reaction is worse to both doses of the vaccine. Really? I've heard the opposite. Oh, no. I've read and talked to people who have had it. Well, now I'm just doubly terrified. Well, I was terrified to get it the other day because I was like, oh, blessed but how but how'd you feel you did you feel fine so I felt my, like it was definitely sore my arm was definitely sore yeah um and then I right. did kind of get a little funky but nothing uh, nothing like that set me back that's good that's good like my dad was similar in that he felt a little funky but then he was fine so but I but it know. depends on how bad you got the coronavirus I think as well uh, it's it sounds so counterintuitive the people who had like a really <laughs> bad case of it react worse yeah. to the vaccine <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, no. isn't that weird 
Like, I know a girl who was in New York who got it in New York yeah. this time last year. And she said, like, when she got it, it was, like, the worst flu of her life. Like, she had horrible oh chills God. and aches and fevers and all <gasps> the things. And then she Yikes. just went to get the first vaccine from Moderna. And her reaction, she was like, I had a fever all day. And oh my was like, God. I had the straight up coronavirus <laughs> again. No. And I was terrified to get it. I was like, what? But it wasn't that bad. Ooh. But I hear that regardless of whether you've had the coronavirus or not, the second vaccine is not good. Can't wait. Can't wait. Sorry, y'all. We're kind of beating around the bush here, but both me and Lisa had the Rona at different times. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, had like I had it last um, fall. Yeah, she had it last fall, and then I got it. God, when did I get it? Like Jan- mid-January, and luckily, you know, knock on all the wood, praise all the, the gods above and below like we obviously we both had it pretty didn't mildly get it as, yeah we yeah we were very very lucky so that that's why we'd be talking about it like this but oh well let me tell you how my Please week was Lisa, real quick before we dive into this this might be a long episode guys sorry about it but we're here it's it's the end of the season these episodes get longer as we get towards the end Truth. of the season um i watched i was doing all fine well and dandy and then i watched the oprah interview <laughs> Megan and Harry set this girl right off set this girl right off I tell you that I was so ragey more so than normal I like I I was just flabbergasted right like I I feel so bad for them which is a crazy I don't like listen I know they're royals I, I know they got all the money like that all that aside I was just really upset by these bombshells that they dropped just from like how you, what's the word I'm trying to say from like a regular just from like like the root issue the treatment that they received it really it bugged me because oh sorry we don't have to talk we don't have to get into it but I was I was mad and I'm still a little bit mad a little bit <laughs> girl well actually wait no I texted you did I texted Lisa that's why I texted her and I was like I was just I went off for like 30 minutes and she was like you okay you done you all right <laughs> Let's take some deep breaths. Let's do some meditation. Oh, God. So that happened. But and I don't even remember which ha- which came first. I think it was the Bachelor episode that came first. Right. And then the Oprah interview. Is that right? Or do I have no, that backwards? backwards? Backwards. OK. Yeah. It came and out then on I Sunday. watched. Right. And then the Bachelor happened. So I was already in a pretty like unhappy place and then I watched this episode and it just made me more unhappy which just seems to be the running theme of Matt's episodes here on The Bachelor they make me more and more angry I feel like can I just throw something in there I feel uh, yeah, like go ahead, go Oprah's ahead, responses were canned like I feel like they weren't <laughs> super genuine like she Except already for, knew the ex- answers to some of them and so her yeah, responses yeah, yeah, yeah. weren't like in real time except for the except for the what the the what moment where um for those of you who didn't watch this um interview although i'm sure probably most of you have but for those of you who didn't um megan said that there was a conversation that transpired with one of the family members she wouldn't specify who um where they were concerned about the color of her firstborn son archie's skin would be and (laughs) And Oprah, it's a gif now. It's a meme. It's everywhere. Yeah. But she just has this moment where she pauses and she says, what? 
in a way that is like such a mood. It's me. It's everyone. It's all of us, you know, in moments like that where you're like, I'm sorry, what? Um, that to me I thought was genuine, but I can see why you feel that but way. But this is why responses. I'm like, maybe I'm just super pessimistic and don't expect much from people. Maybe. But, but me as well. Um, <laughs> I feel like that wasn't that surprising. <laughs> I wasn't surprised I mean, by that fact at all. I'm like, yeah, sounds about okay. right. Okay, let me, let me, okay, yes, not surprising, but like, because, okay, it's kind of like when you have a conspiracy theory and you're like, well, yeah, like this is how things are, even if it's never going to get confirmed, like this is obviously what happened or whatever, but then someone actually verbalizes it and you're like, (gasps) it's, it's like a weird, like, uh, how you say, vindicative sort of shock to me at least, right? Like, Because, like, in my head, in my head, I really hoped that these people had learned their lesson from Diana, Princess Diana, whatever you may feel about her. And I really, really thought they were going to be smart enough to not let history repeat itself. No. So to just have this confirmation that they weren't and that they were totally fine with letting history repeat itself was just beyond upsetting to me, basically. So I I see where you're coming from. I mean, it means you have a good heart, which is wonderful. (laughs) I may have a good but heart, but I still rarely, in Petty City, okay? People rarely <laughs> learn from history, unfortunately. Uh, I just, you would think that that would be the logical thing in this situation. You don't want to have a repeat of Diana where everyone hates you? Then don't, don't perpetrate, or you know what I mean? Then like, don't repeat okay, those Okay, but the thing is, that, is right? this is what's so fascinating. There are a lot mm. of people in the UK who are so T.O.'d at Meghan yeah. and Harry. Well, did you hear about Pierce Morgan? Oh, yeah. Walked off. Sorry, y'all. Tangent City. Tangent City here. He, he, yeah, not only did he walk off the show when his co-host or one of his colleagues was like calling him out on his behavior, but then shortly thereafter made the the decision by himself, haha, air quotes, um, to leave the show permanently. So he's no longer going to be on Good Morning Britain, which I think is a fantastic move. We don't need that negativity. We don't. I'm not even British. I'm not even from the UK and I don't need it. I'm like, get out of here, Pierce Morgan. Get out. Because he was being ruthless. And I didn't know this, but the, I can't remember his name, but the guy who was calling him out on air, um, said that Pierce Morgan at one time did have some kind of friendship relationship with Meghan Markle and that after she cut him off was when he started attacking her full blown. And I was like, ooh, T, I did not see that coming because I had no idea, right? And that, and after he said that, he walked off. He was like, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to listen to this. I'm like, why? Because it's the truth, Mr. Pierce? Hmm? Boy, <laughs> nobody enjoys <laughs> a good cup. <laughs> nobody enjoys a, a true cup of gossip tea like even a no, really, truly, I live. I live for the tea. <laughs> Piping hot. It's my favorite. Lives for it. Um, li- sorry, sorry, Lisa. That was a bit of a tangent, y'all. Ten minutes in. Apologies. Let's. Are you ready I'm to talk so about this ready. episode? Ready I'm dive so in? ready. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, we need to discuss this thing that happened right off the top, okay? We get this conversation with Matt and his father, uh, okay? Uh. Which we knew was coming, but I didn't know that it was going to be, like, right at the top, right? I had no idea. Um, and initially, it seems like this was all Matt's idea, but, like, I'm not really positive mm. if it was. The editing definitely makes it look totally. like it was, though, because he's, you know, basically saying that, like his dad was not there for him when he was a kid, like cheating on his mom and like this effect that it had on him in relationships ever since he needs some kind of resolution before he's able to continue with the ladies. 
And I get that. But I'm also like, you thought, but on TV, you wanted to do this on TV in front of the planet. You thought this was the way to do it. Right. Hmm? Right. Do you think you're going to get the best, most understanding, nurturing, honest responses from your father on national television? I mean, okay, I will say that like devil's advocate here, like maybe he thought that was the only way he would get that kind of reaction from him. Because if you're like shamed into it, you know, and like you're put on public display. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's how you really feel about something, right? So like even though, even though like, and maybe you'll disagree, I don't know. I thought the conversation did go really well. It was very intense. It was a little hard to watch. His father, I felt like handled it pretty well considering like, I don't think he knew what he was walking into. I don't think he had any idea why Matt wanted to talk to him, right? He was there thinking this was a celebration of his son's success. (laughs) And Matt's like, if I wanted to celebrate, we'd go to the Chuck E. Cheese. I know. I was like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, what? You're going to love some tea. (laughs) You're going to go to the Chuck E. Cheese. You're not going to go to like the Olive Garden or Cheesecake Factory (laughs) the Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I can't hate on Chuck E. Cheese. I always wanted to go to the Chuck E. Cheese as a kid, and I never got to go, so, like, maybe I'm just jealous and hating on him for that. But You're not missing uh, anything. Right. I <laughs> but it's probably I, where the coronavirus really, originated. Girl, maybe. Who knows? But, like, I... It was hard to watch, but it was also good to watch because, like, it, it was a good conversation, and, like, his father eventually kind of comes around and apologizes and, and is, like... There's resolution. more of an effort. Yeah, there's resolution, but I just don't know if this needed to happen on air. Well, I'm That's like, my did only you... Gra- what do you think? Did what that think? help him? Like, it didn't really seem to answer his question or scratch the itch. You know what I mean? Like, what was he trying to gather from that? Yeah, for and a while did he I had gather the same it? question... Yeah, for the for, for a while, I also felt that way. I was like, what is the why? Like, what is the end result you want of this? Do you want him to apologize right. to you? Do you want him to admit to what he did? Like, what what is it that you want out of this? I couldn't tell. Um, but then it seemed that when his father said that he would make more of an effort to be more communicative, I think is what, right? Like, I think that's what appeased him in the end. But I'm not even, like, he owned his mistakes. He said, I'm sorry, um and he said he would work on it and I was like okay good so and then sorry go ahead go ahead but he does he does say a couple of times in his fantasy suite dates that he now realizes that he's not the man that his dad is and that they come from different places and so he's ultimately going to function and put his priorities in a different place than his dad was and so I think that's probably what gave him some some solace or some comfort of just like I can let go of that because because of this experience with my dad, I now know how to function as a husband and father. That's fair. That he maybe that's fair, didn't. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think I was just sort of coming from this place of like, but you're nothing like him already, so why would you think that you are? But, but maybe um, he didn't realize it until that conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Listen, everyone comes to these kind of realizations on their own, so you're on their own terms, so you are correct. So that happened, and that was quite a start to this oh, episode. Yes. And then we get into just the the fantasy suite days. So here we go. The first one goes to Michelle. Um, and they have a spa day, which at first I was like, oh, that's cute. I love that for them. But, <laughs> but the, I can't even say it. They walk into this room and they're just confronted with things. They're given no instructions, right? Yep. So like there's a bucket of oatmeal. 
there's a ton of butter just like sitting on a platter so and then there's a milk bath and i'm like i'm sorry what this was weird this was like <laughs> dwight Schrute, pennsylvania dutch weird i i was like is this supposed yeah. to be funny like yeah. is the butter supposed <laughs> to be funny i genuinely I mean, maybe can't tell. i i i'm listen maybe this was like a covid situation where like normally this would be like a situation where someone would be there and like be giving you a massage or whatever like I don't know but like for COVID reasons they couldn't do that but like I've I would never go to a spa like and then like intentionally go to a spa where I'm given no instructions and I go into a room and I have to do everything myself that's not why you go to the no. spa right no. like am I crazy like <laughs> so that like really threw me and of course they're wearing matching white swimsuits of course great love that yeah. what is that um uh, I don't know. Um, but they, they have a good time, right? They make, a, they have a good time. It's not awkward. They're really comfortable with each other. I think that's very clear to see. Um, and then afterwards, they're all of a sudden just totally clean and fine. I'm like, did they have to shower and blow dry? Like, what happened here? Like, how did this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, if you're slathered in butter and then you get in a milk bath, you have to shower. Oh. Like, you have to. Yeah. There's no... <laughs> No question. So that was really interesting to me. Um, and then they just have this really nice conversation about how staying in love takes work. I loved that it. conversation. Yeah, it was so cute. Like she was talking about her parents and how they still make each other giggle, which I love it when old people giggle, right? Like who doesn't? Um <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's just a cute moment. Matt agrees with her and huzzah, end of the day portion. Did you, did you have anything to yes. add there? I Go don't ahead, feel like he likes her as much these days as he did before. I feel like it's revved up for her yeah. and it's gone down for him. Here, I feel like he is three different, completely different people with each girl. And it, that was kind of jarring for me as well. I think Michelle is the one... That, like, would make sense for him, right? Like, yes. it makes logical sense. Yes. So he is comfortable with her because it makes sense. Um, I personally thought he had more chemistry with Brie, which was shocking. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I, I do agree with you that, like, at first I thought they were, I in my notes, I kept writing over and over again, oh, my God, they're so cute. Oh, my God, they're so cute together. They're so cute together. Um. Because it's easy. Like, they make sense, so it's easy when they're together. But I, like, there's a part where she's telling him that she loves him, basically. And I feel like I've seen him make that face at her. I've seen him make that same face to other people who were telling them how they felt. And shortly thereafter, they were met with a thank you for telling me. Like, thank you for sharing that with yeah. me. But I don't feel the same right. way. So thank you for that was interesting that to me as me. well. Yeah, so that that was interesting for me as well to see that, yes, they were compatible and they got along well and they fit nicely together, but there was something question mark missing that I couldn't quite put my finger on. So <sighs> we get to the dinner portion of the date. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, <laughs> I don't remember okay, which date it was, but for one of them, he <laughs> pulls the invitation out from under the plate I think it was her. And the food doesn't move. Like, it's clearly yeah. plastic. And I <laughs> gasped. I was like, confirmed. Let me confirmed. tell you about this food. Let me tell you about this this food. When I, Yeah, I, you know what? Now that you bring that up, every, after that moment, 
every single day I was looking at the food. I was looking for it. And I'm like, it's fake dinner. They, they got this fake foolery food that's but not real that they don't get to one eat. One of them had this amazing <laughs> looking charcuterie board. And I was like. Yeah, that was the last one. That was the last are one. Are you not going to eat I said, that? I said in my notes, I wrote, how dare you? There is a charcuterie board and you're not going to touch it. I was beyond mad. Yeah. I was like, how dare but that that was really funny. You're right. That was really funny. He picks up the plate and nothing moves. I'm like, what a waste. What a, a waste of fake dinner. <laughs> this, it's. I wonder if it's plastic. My God, wouldn't that be something? Well, oh. I think the one that he did was plastic. It's like glued to the plate. Well, it's all a of them Like even Breeze. Even Breeze food, like you can see it on the plate and it looks de- divine want, and they're not eating it. I know. I want oh. a behind the scenes... I want someone on The Bachelor, like one of The Bachelor or Bachelorettes to go on and be like, this is all the weird quirky junk that goes on that nobody knows about. I mean, there are articles that have been written about such things, but I have not read any of them. So listen, listen, listeners, if you know the answers to these questions that we seek, please write in hungryrosespod at gmail.com. We'd love to have the answers to these things. Even if you're just sending us a link to one of these articles, it'd be helpful. Just, you know. Throw us a bone because we know less than nothing about all of this. Oh, but back to dinner. Michelle basically is telling him he can talk to her about anything. So he talk. He vaguely kind of talks about this conversation with his dad. She's super supportive and is listening to him. It's nice to see. Um, and then bada boom, bada bing, they're going to the fantasy suite. So Hazan, Tally Ho. Um, the morning after was super cute because <laughs> like she leaves and he blows her a kiss from the window. <laughs> He's like, Michelle. And she like catches. (laughs) Bless us us all. It was cute. It was cute. I just don't feel like his, I feel like his feelings for her have waned. And I feel so bad because it's so awful to watch somebody just like get so like, you know, Twitter pated. Mm -hmm. And the other person's just kind of like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. And here, oh, I hate bringing this up, but I think it is a valid point. Obviously, we don't know what goes on in the fantasy suites, but sometimes the physical chemistry is tested, and sometimes that can make or break a thing like this, where you really have yeah. physical chemistry with one person and not with another. Yeah. So that may have also been a contributing factor to later on, which we'll get to at the rose ceremony. Um, but next up, y'all, we got Bree and Matt. They Bree gets the second one. <laughs> I thought this date, as I mentioned earlier, was so cute. Like, to me, I thought these two had the best chemistry out of all three of them. Like, so comfortable with one another, cracking jokes at each other, you know, making fun little poke moments at the other's expense in a cute way. Like, they they just seem to really fit well more so on this date than I've seen in previous, right? So that was really shocking to me because I was so certain that it would be the reverse, that, like, his chemistry with Michelle would have been stronger than with Brie, right? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the theme of their date is, like, outdoor adventures, which is hysterical to me because Brie even says to camera, she's like, why do I get <laughs> all these outdoorsy dates? I'm not outdoorsy. Why does this keep happening I know. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> But she makes the best of it, right? Like, they go hiking. They got backpacks on. Um, and, like, it was funny because Matt full-on tells the camera at one point that he's like, yeah, I've never been camping before. I don't know how to pitch a tent. But, like, he pretends to when he's ah. with her. 
And then she's the one that ends up pitching it, I think, which is kind of funny. And they're in the tent. And I just started writing in my notes in capital letters. I was like, so help me, Jesus, if Matt's or sorry, if Bree's fantasy sweet date is in this tent, I'm going to burn the planet to the ground. Like this had better not be another trailer situation. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the trailer. I was like, so help me, Jesus. The trailer. This is a trailer trailer tent moment i'm going to lose it and brie like tries to be casual and she like asks him about it so and he's is like, this no, why we're doing all. it tonight yeah in a tent <laughs> on the ground okay great do we have oh, fake god. food oh god and luckily matt's like no 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 girl and i was like thank god because i was gonna lose my ish i was gonna lose it And then they roast marshmallows, which is really cute because in the post credit scene, which kills me now, considering what happens in the roast ceremony scene, um, Matt is like trying to roast a marshmallow, but he like is failing at it and he wraps it in tinfoil and puts it over the fire. I'm like, how is that a good idea? It's going to melt in the tinfoil and it like won't even be usable. Like, what are you doing? But he still tries to eat it and it's super gross. And I thought that was funny. So... Huzzah what a weird date. What scene. a weird date. Yeah. Hey, do you want to meet me in the woods and we can set up a tent in the middle of the day and roast marshmallows in the middle of the day and then just yeah. just hang out in a yeah. tent? Cool. Yep. See you there. I mean, I mean, here, listen, it may not be the like the most bombshell of a date, but like it gives them time to be together and like to have no other crazy yeah. distractions. Right. I don't know. So like I liked that. I didn't. I, I get what you're saying. I didn't, I I don't know. I, I just liked seeing them together because it was so much better than I was expecting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then we get to the night portion, which is dinner, fake dinner in a cabin. <laughs> fake and dinner in a cabin. Fake dinner in a cabin. And Brie asks where his head is at in regards to an engagement. Yeah. I think she meant more so in relation to her. Right. He kind of answers in a very roundabout way. In a very general way. Like, yeah, I'm planning on proposing. Not to you, Mm -hmm. but to someone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, we'll get to it. I want to get ahead of myself. Um, Matt also tells her about his dad as well. And it prompts Dree. My God, sorry. It prompts Bree to launch into the most genuine I love you speech. It like, it really hurt my soul. I was like, this is so cute. And Matt's reaction and body language is vastly different from Michelle. And he seems really into it, right? He's not like staring at her aback with like squinty eyes like he did with Michelle. Or, or maybe you disagree, but I thought it was like, a very well said speech that she gave. Okay, I'll tell you what and I it was think. Very genuine. I'll tell you what tell I me, think. Tell me what you think. Tell he, me what he you connects think. with these women in very different ways. He connects with Michelle like uh-huh. philosophically, intellectually. They're both driven by the same like ideals. They want to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. They like like mm-hmm. to help with youth. They have yeah. you know like high morals and values, and uh, yeah. you know try to be educated. And I think that he really respects her and admires her for that. And that's kind of what got right. his engine going for her at the first. But with Brie, right, right. they have almost the exact same family situation. So I think that he relates yes. to her on a much more, yes. like, uh, you know, emotional level because they get each other right. in that way. So when he's talking about his dad yes. and knows that she's not going to judge him or that she knows exactly where he's coming from, I think that mm-hmm. when she gives him that speech, it's a lot more appreciated because 
she gets what he's talking about. Yeah. And so I think that he probably uh, was able to bond with her over that experience more than he could yeah. have with the other two women, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Those are and my like, thoughts. Yeah. I know you're right. I'm just, just sad about it because I really liked Brie at the end of this episode. Um, And their morning after literally made my ovaries explode <laughs> because they're like cooking together and ovaries. he's got his shirt off and like I just couldn't handle it. They were so cute. They were so, so, so cute together. I she couldn't... is so tiny. I don't think I noticed how tiny she was until this episode. Oh. So tiny, so tiny, and I, but like they were just so cute together, and they're like cooking, and I just couldn't. I was like, oh my god, they're perfect. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Um, and then yeah, and then she leaves, and the, that's the end of that. And I, I think you could kind of see in his body language as she was walking away that like she wasn't the one, but I was in denial about it. I was such in denial because he behaved so differently towards her that I. Ugh. Anyway, I know. I digress. And then we get the last one, oh, y'all. Bless. <laughs> help! 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 We need somebody help. help. Not just anybody help. Oh. <laughs> help! Would you please? Please! <laughs> please, please help me. That's not how that song okay, goes, but, but you get what I'm saying. Isn't it interesting how different these girls Ugh. seem, even though they're the same age? Yeah, they they can't all be the same age. I don't know. I, no, no um, Brie and Rachel, I think, are the same age. Oh, my God. I never would have guessed. But wow. I, I can't remember how old Michelle is. I feel like she's older, but she could oh. still be the same age. It's just so my different gosh. from one to the other. Rachel seems like she's 18 years old. She does. Me. She 100% does. 100%. And this is, okay, this might be mean of me to say, but. It's okay. Just, All right. I'm just Petty city. Say. Here Petty we come. Petty city. Here we come. Petty city. Uh, entering the city limits. Um, she <laughs> seems like a little kid, and I feel like men love that. It's so weird. Yeah. They like to feel yeah. like the hero. They like to feel like the protector. They like to feel yep. like there's mm-hmm. this like distance between them and the female to feel like they're like this capable, more mature, more you know like. Not all men are like this, but kind of a mass generalization, a gross generalization is that (laughs) most, I would say most men like to feel, that's why men always go for younger women, right? Like they want to feel like the protector, the the helper, the hero. And I think he feels that way with her. Like not always, not always. For our our gentlemen listeners, not all men are like this, but there are a lot that are like this. That's what I mean. This is a gross generalization. (laughs) Not all men. But uh, yeah. unfortunately, many of them feel this way sometimes of like, I want to yeah. take care. I want to be the caretaker. In, yeah. Totally. And I feel like there's and, much of a discrepancy for him and her in that way. Yeah. And along those same lines, here's why I definitely agree with you that she behaves like a child. Because literally, because, okay, sorry, because she was like super struggling with Matt being with the other two ladies, right? She, like, just lost her mind. She was such a Debbie Downer to both Brie and Michelle during their off dates, right? Like, oh, telling Brie, like, she was, like, just pouting and having a tantrum. Like, crying. Telling Brie, yeah, like, telling Brie during Michelle's date. I don't even want to um, see No, 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 that was during Brie's. But during Michelle's date, she was, like, I, the thought of them being together last night made me nauseous. And, like, I still feel sick to my stomach. I'm, like, can you 
not. Can you just, I get, I get that you're stressed. I get that this is a really hard situation to be in. Trust me, I can understand, but I think you need to handle this differently because there's a way to like have these inner struggles, but still be kind to these other ladies, right? Like not make them like feel guilty. Like the other women are like, towards you. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's like you're so determined that you're going to win and like maybe you will um, that like you're making these women feel maybe she didn't make them feel this way. But to me, it just had this vibe of like you're like he's cheating on me with you guys. And I was like, can you just stop with that? Like nothing is final yet. You know, like just hold on. You're going to get your time. Chillax. Like it just really bugged me. And then when Michelle, sorry, when Brie comes back from her date, she's sort of, again, trying to lean on Michelle and she's like, I don't even want to see her. And I'm like, can you just stop, stop, stop. And like, just being a giant Debbie Downer. And, like, I think during Michelle's – when Michelle was telling them what her date was like and she said, like, the spa situation with, like – like, that just – it sent Rachel into, like, silent anger. And, like, can you stop? Just stop. Just stop it. Just – you're going to get your time. You're going to get your moment with him. Just wait until then. I know it's hard, but just wait, yeah. right? Um, And before her own one-on-one date, she goes upstairs to get ready and is just sobbing. And I'm like, you're about to get the time you wanted. What is the matter with you? Insecurity. Why are Insecurity you behaving this city. Insecurity city. Ugh, She's fine. like, I know he's you're already right, had but, sex oh, with two women. Jesus. And by the time he gets to me, yeah. he's not going to want me anymore. Yeah. And I'm just. Or something. Yeah. No. No. No, Rachel. It's not. I mean, maybe he's that like, can be sloppy sometimes, sometimes. But yeah. And. So that just really set me off. And then she goes to meet him and she's all pouty. Mm -hmm. She's all pouty when she goes to meet him. He can tell that there is something off. They go into what's supposed to be this cute ceramics class. The poor teacher. My God. They brought in this woman to like teach them. And she's like, "Uh uh-oh, there is something wrong here. She's Um, just trying to go about her job the best she can. Yeah. She's like, so let's make a pot or whatever. And like (laughs) Matt is trying and Rachel is just like not having it it was awkward it was awkward and I was really annoyed and I wanted to just like scream in her face and be like snap out of it stop wasting your time stop it and I just wanted to but Grr. you gotta hand it to her she did Ugh. say like okay I can't be like this I've got to resolve this so that I don't ruin the date yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so then she took him aside and she part. yeah I know I know she lays it all out <laughs> and I know, you know, I know. she's like I'm in love with you and like this week was unbearable and the idea of you with other women. I'm like, did you not know what you signed up for when you got on this show? No. Okay. Sorry. Let's go on. Um, <laughs> and yet again, he repeats to her that he's falling in love with her, which is a thing he has never said to anyone else. Yeah. Okay. And like, obviously she has no way to know that, but like, good. And in short, and this is what basically kicked my teeth in <laughs> or kicked me in the gut. Sorry. Kicked that was rather in. aggressive. And my gut. No. <laughs> And my gut at the same time, he says in short that like the reason that she got the last date was because he wanted to give her time to recover after she had fallen on her face from a great height of jumping out of a plane. And I was like, That's a weird. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, I guess. But I, I just like was. And then all of a sudden her face like completely transforms because he again launches into that speech about how like. He thought he'd lost her and it really scared him and blah, 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 blah. And she's content with this and finally goes back to normal. Right. <laughs> right. And she's like, now I'm really embarrassed, but I was so sad. Uh, but then they go back to the ceramics and they have a full ghost moment, which made me want to they die. They do. 
Yep. I was like, that was really? the point. That was why they picked this date. That was why they picked For this that date. Ghost that moment. was why. They did. Because I am convinced, I am convinced, out of the three different versions of Matt that we saw, he is lusting like crazy town for Rachel. Lust city. <laughs> he looks at her like she's a piece of steak. <laughs> Especially at the dinner portion, which I'm about to get to. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, they have that ghost moment. I feel Go like ahead, they don't really have all that much in common. No. Nothing. But there's just a lot of chemistry. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, at the end of the date, they got clay all over them, right? And he just sort of picks her up and whisks her away oh, yeah. to somewhere. Undisclosed location. I'm like, where are they going? What are they doing? What's going on? <laughs> so that's how their day portion ended. And then we get to the night portion, y'all. And I'm like, what happened to dinner? Like, they they just skip fake dinner altogether. They just go straight to where they're going to have their fantasy suite date. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> He is Why? hungry, but is not for the charcuterie board. Do they ever feed them? Like, this is something I need to know. Are they living off of I'm protein sure they bars? Do. Like, what's happening no, here? I think they do. They do feed them, but, like, it's weird to eat on camera, and so they never eat on camera. It's just, like, it's all fakery. It's all fake dinners and fake foods and whatever, but... Ugh, that charcuterie made me so angry, Lisa. I know we already ugh. talked about it. It just such a waste. It was so I could live off of charcuterie boards. It was. There was prosciutto. It's some cheese. Oh, and some salamis. Some grapes. Oh my god! Just uh, uh, if a man ever tries to prevent me from eating a charcuterie board that is in front of me, that relationship will be promptly over. If a man you. proposed to me <laughs> through a charcuterie board, instant yes. <laughs> Instant yes. There you are, gentlemen. Gentlemen, that is the key to Lisa's heart is a charcuterie board. Like, you open it up and there's, like, a ring on, like, a piece of honeycomb. Oh, my God. A thousand times yes. <laughs> He's like, here's some salami and prosciutto. Will you marry me? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, is that a question? Oh, God. S- some braseola. How do you say that? Braseola. kind of meat. Oh, sorry. Anyway, so Rachel is also wearing one of the dresses that he bought her Which from their one on one. It was sweet, but he like throughout the entire conversation, because Matt, again, also was telling Rachel about the thing with his dad and Rachel responds well and is really supportive because, you know, she's like, obviously, like, I don't have that shared experience with you, but like, I'm proud of you and blah, 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 blah. And like all this stuff. And he ain't listening to a single thing she's saying. Like, he's got the squinty eyes, but it's different this time because he is honed in on her and he is ready to have dinner. He is ready to devour her like a steak. Right? Like, I don't know. Do you disagree? Like, I didn't think he was, like, actually listening to a single thing that she was saying. Because he was just, he had a one-track mind at that point. In my opinion. In my opinion. Wow, it's your opinion. It's just my opinion. Yeah, I, don't talk for just, me. Yeah, I think there's, like, a <laughs> very much a chemistry connection here. And she looks, <sighs> she looks and feels like she's much younger than everyone else. Like, is that just me? Yeah. No, like I, both I Michelle and Brie like, look like grown kid. women, and she looks like yes. she's just coming yes. out of yes high school college. Like she looks so. Well, you young. know who else? The other person who looked like that was Kit, and he had he had some sort of fireworks of oh, her as yeah. well. 
you know so like it's not so surprising i feel bad about um, what i said before about men not no, men all men are like this but men with yes it just happens it happens sometimes. with more <laughs> of like a kind of toxic masculinity heavy like to feel like they're in charge large and in charge yes and not that matt is like that like he's not a jerk face, right but like i think he does sort of kind of have a little bit of a type which is fine nothing wrong with that right as long as everyone is consenting adult but this is where i think it'll get interesting with his mom (laughs) because we have that conversation where she's like you know that well we'll get to that we'll get to that because it's in the promo yeah we're gonna talk about that because it's in the promo i want i want to hear what your thoughts are on that no you're good um and of course no you good the end the date ends with them going upstairs to the bedroom and fireworks go off <laughs> i was like okay is this and symbolic also i it's gotta be because but here was what was bananas we did not get a morning after with the two of them did we am i crazy no we missed that yeah, entirely there was give us no that. footage of that and i was like why what happened there um so we just go straight to the rose ceremony and it's so crushing to me. He get and and very interesting. He gives a rose to Michelle first, right? Now he didn't even give it to Rachel first. He gave it to Michelle first and then Rachel and Brie is obviously she's sent home. She's understandably crushed as am I cuz like based off of their date, she had zero indication that this was coming. For her, this was a phenomenal fan- fantasy sweet day and date after like the morning after she was so happy right like you could just see she was totally twitterpated and happy by everything that happened and she's totally crushed and when he goes to talk to her after she tells him I think remind me I think she's like you know she gave up a lot to be there and she's sad that she's never gonna see him again like sad and angry but like her anger isn't directed at him and he like can't tell her why which is always the worst when there's no reason um and he doesn't shed any tears, which was, again, shocking to me. <laughs> well, he wasn't that into it, I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. It, it was just upsetting for me because, like, she really didn't see it coming, you know? Well, um, I mean, she didn't, but she did. She's. Known, I don't think she did after the fantasy suite. I think she's she She's known knew, for a while, though, that she's not first pick. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So Ugh, I mean, but it's just I think she like it got the fantasy suite got her hopes up, but I think she knew. Yeah, that's true. In the back of her I mean, mind, part of that me, this was an option. If that had been me, if that had been me, and knowing because I'm crazy, you can confirm this because I'm a little bit cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I may have self sabotaged myself before the fantasy suite date, like at fake dinner, and been like, <laughs> I, I need to know where you're at with me now because if you send me home like if or you know what I mean like to have this conversation where like I feel like it does like to to do that to her and then and obviously we don't know what transpired in the fantasy suite but like it was heavily insinuated right so like had that been me I wouldn't have wanted to take that extra step if there was any doubt on his part so it's like I've if she'd had a conversation with him that was like I'm gonna be honest I've been feeling this sort of type of way leading up to this I don't know if it's true, but if you are feeling these things and I'm not your person, I'd rather you just tell me now. Honestly, because like because the agony of going through a fantasy suite date thinking it was all phenomenal. And then like especially they freaking cooked breakfast together. (laughs) Like it just seems that happening to do sent home that kind of order. Right. Like, yeah, she tried to ask him, like, where are you at? I mean, maybe she didn't ask it as clearly. Like, she could have said, where are you at with me and engagement? Me. Because for me, I don't know that I could have gone through with that 
if he was like, no. yeah, I mean, I really, really like you, but in terms of you're running with the two other women, you're definitely third. I'd be like, yeah, then I'm just going to peace out because yeah, I'm not going to make this connection 100%. with you and then push yeah. that knife further into my heart yeah. for you to just dump me the next 100%. day. 100%. 100%. Because like, and here's the other thing is like, oh, wait, no, I just lost my train of thought. No, it was right there in the tip of my tongue. Like, it's one thing, I think, to be like, are you picking me at the end of this? It's a completely different thing. Like, because, you know, that that is annoying. It's like, choose me right now, kind of ultimatum. And it, and I don't think it needs to be that me. kind of conversation. Pick, Pick me. me. Love me. <laughs> God, I stopped watching that show when they killed off McDreamy, and I have never been back, and I couldn't be happier because it just keeps getting worse and worse. Anyway, sorry, uh, sidetrack. I didn't know they killed um, him. Thanks for nothing. Oh, God, seriously? Yes! Oh, oh no! I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, Lisa, are you yes. serious? No! It's like you're giving away the oh. sixth sense. Oh, my God. For those of you who don't or who watch Grey's Anatomy and didn't know that, I apologize. <laughs> Should I edit this out? Should I edit this out? <laughs> no, I think no. it's funny. Oh, God almighty. Please forgive. Okay, anyway. Where was I? It's, oh, God, I don't even know what I was saying. I, I feel like it's a completely different thing to be like, I have been feeling that we are more distant. I've been feeling like maybe you're not as connected with me as we were in the past. Is that true? Should please I stay? I feel like that's me. a please be honest with me yeah I feel like that's a different conversation than pick me right now you know yeah, what I mean definitely and I and I think it may have been smart I mean you can I, I feel bad like saying this to, because it's like you never know how you're going to react in the heat of the moment right you never know and she really really liked him and obviously wanted that intimate time with him yeah but sometimes I don't know if it had been me I would like to think that I would have stepped back and did that instead yes. because then you save yourself like yeah it's yes. still a heartbreak but then you save yourself like the additional pain anyway so that's how it ended he sends Brie home very upsetting it's just Michelle and Rachel left notably when Brie left like she hugged Ra- uh, Michelle first immediately because right. like I think they're real good friends I think they're very close yeah. now um and like didn't even hug Rachel maybe she did but like we didn't see it anyway so then we get the promo for next week, you guys. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Sorry, I love, I love Princess and the Frog. It's such a good movie. Never seen it. It came out on my birthday. <gasps> Lisa, it's a good movie. It was when I was I living abroad. I never saw it. Listen, watch her. You got my Disney Plus. You watch her right okay, now. Okay, She's okay, cute. Okay. She a cute movie. She cute. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Here is the promo hot take recap. What? Okay. Oh, that's a new song. I'm going to do that now every week. Okay, so we again see Matt walking through the woods in a blizzard. <laughs> we hear Chris Harrison say, it's an emotional season finale when Matt's journey con- comes to a dramatic conclusion. Um, we see Matt looking at an engagement ring while saying, I'm about to make one of the most important decisions of my life to find love, to find a wife, to leave this thing engaged. Um, we see Michelle getting out of her car and Matt hugging her a long while. What? Oh, hugging her a long time. And then Rachel walks in to meet his mom and brother. Um, Matt says, my brother, my mom, they know me better than anybody. Um, and then we hear him say, she doesn't want me to make the same mistake that my dad made. I think referring to his mom. 
And due to the editing, it and this is, I think, what Lisa was referring to earlier, it looks like there is tension between Rachel and his fam. Just like generally speaking, it doesn't look like Rachel, Rachel, or sorry, that Matt's mom likes Rachel very much. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. So then, and then we see Rachel and Matt kissing in the woods while we hear Rachel to Matt's mom say, every time I see him, my heart's racing. I really... Uh, picture a future with him and again due to editing his mama doesn't seem to be thrilled by her or by this and it leads to this thing later the quote that we've talked about a couple of times where she's like love is not the end all be all you know yes and I have a feeling that refers to Rachel I just in right my gut, I don't know right when she says love I think she means lust yes and mm-hmm. I yeah like I think mm-hmm. you're I think you're right where he's probably Mm -hmm. differentiating like I feel this way with this one person and I feel totally different with the other and I think Mm -hmm. she's probably trying Mm -hmm. to talk him into choosing Michelle like anyone would yeah because yeah (laughs) yeah so then we see Matt or sorry we see Michelle and Matt cascading down a house or something like I don't know what you even call that but they're like attached to ropes they're like rock climbing but on the Nemo Collin property repelling thank you they're like repelling off Nemecolin property of some kind <laughs> um and then we hear Michelle saying to Matt's mom I've been looking for this type of love for such a long time to which his mom is like thank you so much and Michelle's like you're gonna make me cry and they're hugging and it again the editing makes it look like his mama likes Michelle more yep. um and then we get the mom's quote that I mentioned earlier and then we see Matt Oh, yeah. Matt says, quote, hearing everything that my mom has been or had been through just takes me to a very dark place. Meanwhile, we see his mom clutching a tissue. We see his mom clutching a tissue. Rachel looks distraught again. What what else is new? Um, <laughs> Matt is sobbing. And then we have the Chris Harrison conversation with Matt. So, like, something is going to happen. I don't know. I know. I know we keep saying this, y'all listeners. I apologize. But it's the truth. <laughs> Something's going to happen. But we don't know what it is. But something happens. Right? I Am I crazy? That Michelle has, and I would think she would, the wherewithal to be like, Hey, so I'm feeling like things are a little yep. off or I'm feeling yep. like I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Something mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. funky and if you're not, I'm going to peace out. If this isn't yep. it for you, 100%. I'm not going to go through that. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um then we get this quote from Matt again. We've heard it so many times now that everything I thought I was working towards is going to crumble. Um, we see Matt coming out of the elevator crying. We see Michelle on the floor somewhere crying. Um, and I think this is, I think you're hundred percent correct because we see this combo with Matt or with Michelle and Matt where she's like, tell me where you're at and she's crying. So I think you're right. I think there is this kind of come to Jesus moment where Michelle is like, what's up? And he like has to tell her and it's awful and hard potentially. But then like, why would he have this conversation with Chris Harrison? I don't understand. Um, He's in love with two women. uh, And then we have freaking Rachel. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. I'm so annoyed. I'm just annoyed at the pouting. That's what it is. I'm just really annoyed at the pouting, but I can also understand that she feels like, very limbo-y what is going on because she's getting no uh, communication because she says he didn't even want to see me today I feel pretty in the dark right now which would be I get it I get that that would be I get it but I'm also just like shut up (laughs) like 
He didn't even want to see me today. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you don't realize that you're fine, but you're fine. So just... Uh, and then we have Matt walking away from where I'm guessing the girls are staying and he's sobbing and saying he doesn't know what he's going to do. And that's where it ends. Uh, and that's where it ends, y'all. That is where Ooh, it ends. Buddy. And you guys, listen, listen. I watched this interview with um, Stephen Colbert and the guy who's going to host final after the final rose, Emmanuel Akko, I think his name Acho, I think. Sorry if I'm saying his name incorrectly. Um, that's the guy who's hosting it. And he, I like him. Like, he's very well-spoken. He wrote this book, um, an Unco- or Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Um, so he's known for, like, getting to the, like, getting to the issue. Right. And, like, you know, the nitty-gritty, as nitty-gritty. we like to say here on this podcast. Nitty-gritty, Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he all of the nooks and crannies, all of the yep, hooks, every single one with nannies. a tiny toothbrush to clean that ish out, mm. just to clean it out. Um, and he did full on say to Colbert that this would be the most uncomfortable episode of The Bachelor ever, <laughs> which means <laughs> I think we know what that means. I think we know what that means, y'all. We're, we're not going to say it because we don't spoil things on this podcast. We just sort of recap the news that's going about that everybody knows so i we both have feelings about who it's going to happen who's going to go home we know why it's uncomfortable because of who he chooses and it's just going to be upsetting it's going to i'm not going to lie to you i (laughs) this is like a rather dis because here's the thing here's the thing okay when we were in tasha season like, I wasn't the biggest, I wasn't thrilled with Matt, or not Matt, sorry. I wasn't thrilled with Zach, but, like, they're happy as clams now, yeah. and they're doing just fine. They have a healthy relationship. Couldn't be happier for them, right? Like, maybe he wasn't my pick, but, like, clearly fate had something in store for them, and they're together now, and they're sunshine and roses, and I couldn't be happier, right? That's the goal. That's what we want. Um, But this feels different. Like, I don't, like obviously I would have been more happy if he had picked Michelle and maybe like that's the kind of woman he really needs to be with and he just doesn't realize that right now so maybe one day he will be with a Michelle but like I'm just all the drama aside and conspiracy or not conspiracy sorry all the drama aside and you know all that stuff with Rachel Kirkconnell aside I just don't like her as much like I'm sure she's plenty nice but like the two of them together don't make sense to me because I haven't seen the growth of the chemistry there like clearly they have physical chemistry that can't be denied but like long lasting like foundational chemistry I just it I, I have never seen it right even before I knew about all the drama that happened right am I crazy what do you think I think they have a lot of chemistry but yeah in terms of like on multiple levels mm-hmm. no I don't know. No. Like, I think no. she's, I think that she's a sweet girl. And I mm-hmm. think that he connects with that because I think he's a sweet man. And so I think that yeah, he, he enjoys is. the he fact is. that she's like gentle and kind, you know. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like intellectual or just like their spirit, like, mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like um, Michelle is much more of like a challenger and a pusher yep. in a good way. Yeah. And. Yep. I think he's stuck between that. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry we're beating around the bush, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna wait till next week to outright say who probably wins. But we we don't know how it happens. We don't know how it comes to be. 
Um, so I'm really looking forward to tomorrow because this comes out on Sunday. It does? No, no, no. This episode, our episode drops on Sunday. Oh, so, like, I was like, this is, excuse? This is me. <laughs> Sorry. No, this is me from the past thinking about future me being very I'm excited for the episode to drop okay. on Sunday. Okay, thank okay, you. Thank okay. you. Um, and we're I'm not no lie next week's episode y'all is probably gonna be long because we gonna have a because it's not even just the episode it's after the final rose all in one hit so we're gonna talk about all of it so prepare thyselves what I said this is it we're coming this is it it's the final countdown I'm pumped. Oh my god! So I'm I, I'm pumped, and, I and I'm ready, and I'm I'm ready for this guy. I'm ready for Emmanuel to just challenge the crap out of everybody involved. And if I'm right, if I am right, and Matt is single now, then like I will feel vindicated because of the single man beard comment that I made a couple episodes ago. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm I'm convinced he's single now, and it ugh, and it just makes me sad because I want him to find somebody too, you know, and like, sure. I don't know. I just I we'll, think he's we'll great. Sorry. I really do. I do. I do. I just I need him to find a Michelle, and I need him to just grow a little more so that he is ready for a Michelle or a Brie. Right? Really, either one. I'd be happy with either kind of person yeah. for him. <sighs> but y'all, so that's it. So till next time, y'all stay hungry stay hungry y'all stay hungry and (laughs) i lost it dang it (laughs) stay hungry and stay irritated i don't know dang stay hungry stay irritated and i don't know just like get your vaccine yeah i can't think of what stay hungry and get vaccinated (laughs) Yes, please and thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Hunger Games back. Okay, bye. Business. Bye. bye.